The views and opinions expressed on Analyze This are entirely those of the on-air participants and do not reflect those of the station's board, management, staff, or underwriters. back here analyze this normally i do the programming notes um at the top of the nine o'clock hour but we'll wait until we're done with this segment uh, with mr chapman the ceo from uh the rt uh park i want to congratulate ben Kraft. he is uh the winner of a uh pair of tickets to uh, a taste of toilets being held uh, sponsored by wtjx uh being held on the 14th over there in st thomas at the mark c marion center at uh Antilles school so congratulations mr Kraft. looking forward to hanging out with you in another nine days. Now, Mr. Chapman, uh, December 1st was Friday, and we're already at December 5th. I've never seen a year fly by so fast like 2023. I don't know what it is, but it looks, like, a, it looks like there's something about each hour that <clears throat> is maybe 57 minutes as opposed to 60 uh, <laughs> this year. So this year is flying by real, real quickly. Thank, thank you very much for joining us uh, this morning and articulating uh, the mission, the vision, and the future uh, for uh, the RT Park. So, uh uh, and good morning once again, sir. Glad to have you on. Good morning. Now, now uh, one of my personal biggest frustrations is the bandwidth, that pipe that yes. has not reached its pot- anywhere near its potential, um, right. that, that uh, currently uh, is alongside the northwest corner of St. Croix, right? For right. those who don't right. know, um, I believe it was Global Crossing, right? Yes. It was Global Crossing, yes. um, level then Level 3, then Century Links, um, I think it's now Lumen Technologies. I don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, but but uh, one of the things that I was told coming into the body when we were getting educated about um, economic development and things that we need to do to diversify um, our terrain, our economic terrain here in the Virgin Islands, was the fact that we had a pipe that was loaded with bandwidth seven times the amount of Silicon Valley. That's what we were told. At the time, Mike okay. Fields um, was uh, who actually helped create um, Oracle with Larry Ellison. And yep. uh, he, he uh, Mike Fields, was married to a virgin elder, uh, uh, Brad Hoss, uh, from the Brad Hoss family here on St. Croix. And we had a great relationship, myself, Michael Tolan, uh, Kai Hendricks, and, and all that stuff. And they wanted the university to play a part in that. They were looking at Sony and different entities entities uh, to tap into that bandwidth and all that stuff. For whatever reason, it never panned out. Now I'm hearing that the RT Park is looking at some initiatives from a media standpoint, uh, communication standpoint, to see if, in fact, we could use um, that uh, infrastructure to the benefit of the people of the Virgin Islands and the region and the Caribbean. So the question is, um, did it have, does it have anything to do with why we have more companies in St. Thomas, number one. And number two, what's the RT Park's um, mission and vision as it relates to tapping into this infrastructure and yeah. using it to benefit the people of the Virgin Islands and the Caribbean? Yeah. So um, to, to the caller's question uh, regarding, you know, how, how bandwidth factors into, you know, this uneven balance that we have between... Uh, the cluster of entrepreneurs on uh, St. Thomas versus St. Croix, the answer is no. It doesn't have anything to do with it. The reason there is a bigger cluster of entrepreneurs on St. Thomas 
uh, has to do with history and also some other current uh, current day uh, dynamics. So historically, uh, uh, St. Thomas has been more heavily oriented toward the you know professional services, uh, knowledge based enterprises, whereas uh, St. Croix has been more agricultural, more industrial. So you know perhaps stating the obvious. But when you look at um, you know when you look at what anchors. Uh, the cluster on uh, on St. Thomas. I think it has to do with the fact that they just have a different amenity package, right? It's the center of tourism. It draws more tourists. Uh, there is a nexus between uh, uh, tourism and people who make the decision to relocate businesses. So I think uh, St. Thomas has been a beneficiary uh, uh, because of tourism. Um, I think uh, you also have a different amenity packages. You have more upscale uh, businesses um, or businesses that cater to higher net worth individuals on St. Thomas. So all of those things factor into the fact that we just have a bigger cluster of tech and knowledge-based entrepreneurs on St. Thomas versus um, uh, St. Croix. We actually have a more robust um, uh, fiber optics network running around St. Croix. But as with anything else, we can't assume that just because we have these, uh, these impressive assets that they are going to sell themselves. And so um, the RT Park has uh, begun to incorporate fiber optics much more boldly and explicitly into our value proposition when we are going out recruiting companies. And it is working, especially in the area of media and technology. So one example is Legacy TV, which is a uh, streaming service that was created by, uh, by Tim Reed, who is you know, a film producer, actor. He's also a tech entrepreneur. And so uh, he was, I think, most impressed by the fact that we have this huge cluster of uh of fiber optics right so we have the second biggest concentration of bandwidth in the western hemisphere a lot of people don't know that right here on st croix so uh so fast forwarding you know a year or so uh tim is now in the process of housing the server for legacy tv uh in our building most people don't know that we actually have space for a data center at our headquarters here on St. Croix, and there is a direct link or a pipe, right, uh, from that data center on the second floor of our building out to uh, the northwest uh, area of, of the territory where you have, you know, those big uh, fiber optics pipes coming up out of the, out of the ocean. Mm -hmm. And so we are now reinvesting, as it were, in our data center, not only so that we can house the server for for legacy TV, but so that it's available. It's a resource for uh, new incoming uh, companies and companies that are looking to expand in the in the territory. Right. So it's a modest investment that we're making in that facility, just around eighty thousand uh, dollars. But we think it'll pay huge dividends down the road, especially as more companies you know, look at moving their data off of the cloud into a, you know, into a physical uh, asset like a data center. And for those who may not know who Tim Reed, the name Tim Reed, that was Venus Flytrap, 
for uh, That's right. for WKRP right. in Cincinnati. That was a very popular <laughs> uh, sitcom back in the day with Lonnie Anderson, right? I think Lonnie Anderson was a part. <laughs> That's right. It was that, uh, yeah. when I was in when I was in when I was in grade when I was in grade school. Yeah, you may I, be, uh, I was in high school. Yeah, yeah. I was I was in high school, <laughs> and we used to enjoy talking about. It. I think it was a Monday night thing. It used to come on on yeah. Monday nights back in the day, yeah. and. Uh, uh, yeah. So Tim Reed, uh, well, glad to have him Tim, investing here yeah. in the territory. So, so Tim Reed's business is registered in the territory now. So it's a Virgin Islands company. Um, he, uh, you know, through you know the efforts of the RT Park, um, he inked a uh, JV. That's what we call joint venture uh, with Liberty. Uh, Liberty Caribbean, mm-hmm. so that now his content is available on their platform throughout the Caribbean. Not in the Virgin Islands yet, but in many other parts of the Caribbean. So, uh, so we've already been able to to see the benefits of having Tim Reed operate in the territory and bringing a powerful uh, media company. Uh, to the uh, to the RT parks, and uh, so that's and that le- that's that's Legacy TV. Folks can look that up. That's Legacy. Folks, yeah, that's folks Legacy. can look that up Legacy. on the internet to, to see its history and all that stuff and ownership. Yeah, and, all that. yeah, and Legacy and Legacy TV. Just to put in a little plug for an RT park company, Legacy TV specializes in uh, content, creative content, film content drawn from the African diaspora, right? So from throughout Latin America, the mainland United States, the English-speaking Caribbean, you know, Brazil, so forth and so on. And uh, one of the reasons I personally like it um, is because it focuses on quality, quality content. And I will well, no, well, <laughs> no, it, no, no, there. Well, no, 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 no. Since, since you mentioned quality content, that is actually um, the definition of WTJX. It looks like... Uh, we gotta create. Yeah. We gotta create some type of conversation with 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 this medium and, and Mr. Reed. So we gotta work on that. You know what I'm saying? We so, do. And, so, and the other benefits. So hopefully the, the benefits. hopefully the boss is listening and she can, uh, you know, uh, think about you know making that you know connection there. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm I'm offering myself boss to be a conduit. Uh, so you know how it is. We're, we're good in, in, and, in that. You know, way. and the other benefit uh, to us, right? Both as an economic development organization, very unique uh, EDL. Uh, and, 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 the, and the benefit to the territory as well is that having more media companies here, such as um, Legacy TV, you know, along with, you know, Liberty and Via, is it gives us the opportunity to tell our story much more effectively. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, um, uh, as, I, as I said at one of the events this weekend, one of my biggest frustrations um, has been that we've, we've done all all of these uh, really wonderful things, right, as a result of having this high-performing cross-disciplinary team, um, we were designated uh, by the International Economic Development Council, Big Trade Association uh, in D.C. We were designated as best-in-class, right? So we are now considered to be one of the highest-performing economic development organizations in the Americas. But so few people know what the RT Park is all about. Yeah. And so so media So how so how, uh, so how do you how do you go about how do you go about uh changing that and and getting getting um the RT Park's work and 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 what it's attempting to do um out there in in the consciousness of those who are um like a logistics machine waiting to find things out. Yeah. 
Well, it's it's a it's a it's a multi-pronged uh, strategy, or it requires a multi-pronged strategy. So, obviously, uh, getting connected uh, with others in the broader tech ecosystem. So, this past uh, weekend or week, we had several uh, senior team members, uh, Amina Salim, Eric Sonier, Sydney Paul, who attended uh, the Tech Beach Summit uh, in uh, in Jamaica. Tech Beach Beach is a you know, is a is a consortium of um, uh, tech sector uh, stakeholders who promote the tech sector primarily within the Caribbean uh, and the and the Americas. Let me look this up. Partnering. Let, let me look this up pa- while you while you're talking here. Tech Beach. Yeah. I, I never heard that one before. Tech, I, I tech like Beach. The, yeah. Tech Beach. Mm-hmm. So, uh, we're, and by the way, we're going to be partnering with them on our next summit, uh, which will occur, occur uh, in late 2024. So. Uh, so elevating our profile is really a function of partnering with groups like Tech Beach, being you know in the right places. It's also a matter of using media much more effectively and systematically than than we have, and you know, and we're still a work in progress. And so it's in that context that we have started reaching out to uh, to media. Uh, primarily uh, in the mainland U.S. Um, and, um, you know, media folks who have a very significant platform that we can leverage, right, to tell our story. So it's in that context that we brought uh, Roland Martin here. Yeah, yeah, uh, I talk a little bit about Roland Martin's appearance here and this, bringing this him here. weekend. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so the road to Roland Martin runs through Tim Reed and Legacy uh, TV. So it... it uh, I think uh, can certainly inert to our benefit of having someone with Tim Reed uh, of Tim Reed stature uh, in our fold, and and that's what we're seeing in a very very clear way, right? Over a short period of time, so uh, so Roland Martin came here. Uh, I think he was I think he was curious uh, about what is this RT Park thing that I've been <laughs> that I've been hearing about, and so it was. Um, it was time well spent. Uh, we showed him, you know, the good, the bad, and the ugly. We always want to present um, all dimensions of life uh, in the Virgin Islands so that people know that we're credible, right? You're not going to attract investors, and investors or new companies are not going to be um, – their presence here is not going to be sustainable if you've sold them a bill of goods, right? So we talk about the value proposition, the you know the broadband connectivity, um, the talent that we have at the RT Park that can that can assist them, the tax benefits, so forth and so on. But you know, but we are also honest with them about the fact that we have some we have some issues here that we have to address, right? So infrastructure, um, we need more housing across the economic uh, spectrum. We need more Class A office space. And I think he was. I think it's fair to say that he was. He was intrigued. Um, uh, you know, it was kind of funny. Um, I rushed back from uh, my trip to the mainland to have dinner with him on on Friday night. And when I got to our uh, building here in St. Croix, he had set up um, um, his production for his show. Mm-hmm. And so I was surprised. Oh, so you 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 you, you, you were a guest on the show. <laughs> I was, I was, I was. So I had the pleasure of being a guest on his show on Friday night. Um, and it's probably up on the internet. 
uh, at this point. I don't like looking at myself on TV, so I, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna watch it. But it was a surprise interview, and you know, we just talked about the RT Park and and what we do. And I think he was uh, he was intrigued um, by most aspects of what I shared, but in particular, the community development aspect of what of what we do. Right. So I mentioned Tech Village uh, earlier. He was intrigued by that because he didn't know that we were as comprehensive uh, as we uh, as we are. I also talked about the link between the Tech Village project on St. Croix and the Innovation District redevelopment initiative, initiative that uh, that we're seeking to do uh, there, which will be even more transformational because it involves um, redeveloping assets in the urban core that can accommodate um, uh, uh, local tech entrepreneurs, hopefully. Um, there is also a dimension to it that focuses on uh, teaching local people how to do real estate development. And we're not talking about construction. We're talking about real estate development and ownership. There is a dimension of the innovation district that focuses on um, establishing a community development corporation that can focus on redeveloping uh, uh, homes in blighted areas around downtown Charlotte and Mali. So I think, I think uh, Roland Martin was intrigued by all of this. We gave him a lot of food for thought. He is, uh, I suspect, I, I can't speak for him, but I suspect that um, he will come back and, and perhaps do multiple segments uh, of his show on these different, on these different aspects of uh, RT Park's uh, programming, in particular, well, 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 hold on a second. community he, development and the entrepreneurship. He, he, he brags about playing golf. Did you guys get him over to Carambola? Because if you did that, we then, did. Oh, we did. That, we that, did. Then, he, then he should be coming back then. That's not a... That's not a we, we we did we did and you know the guy's a pretty good golfer I had no I had no idea what what to expect I am not a golfer right because I was I was the host um, I was with I was with the foursome so, somebody uh, somebody got yo somebody somebody got to drive somebody got to drive the golf cart man yo man I, I drove I drove one of the carts right I served as caddy um, and so it was it was a great outing no, that's, that's uh, and then we and then we held a little. Um, you know, conversation uh, with with Roland Martin on Saturday Saturday evening, and we had a great cross section of of RT Park companies, no, that's, that's uh, some non RT Park entrepreneurs, uh, yeah. some you know friends from the general community. Uh, we, we, great, we, what we're going to do? Conversation. What we're going to do is we we'll take a final break when we come back. I got some news for you from one of your players at the summit from back in 2020. So <laughs> I got some good <laughs> news for you. So we'll take a break. Be back okay. right after this. Okay. With so much going on, it can be hard to keep up with who's doing what and why. I'm Aisha Roscoe, host of Weekend Edition Sunday, letting you know whether it's news from across the country and the world or a deep conversation about a novel, movie, or music, we got you. Grab your coffee or your earbuds and tune in to Weekend Edition from NPR News. Sundays at 8 a.m. right here on WTJX FM, your NPR station in the Virgin Islands. Hi, I'm Peter Sangle. You spent the week listening to the news. Don't you think you deserve to show off what you've learned on Wait, Wait, We Give You a Chance to Impress Your Friends with Your Knowledge of International Incidents, Political Gaffes, and the Latest Advancement in German Nudists? You'll be the life of the party. 
or the death. Either way, you'll make an impression and you can thank Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me from NPR. Saturdays at 1 p.m. and Sundays at 2 p.m. right here on WTJX FM 93.1, your NPR station in the Virgin Islands. Sometimes you need a moment to just step back, relax, and listen to your favorite song. I'm Raina Duris, and on the next World Cafe, maybe I can help you find something new to love, or maybe remind you of something you've been missing. There's so much music out there to enjoy, so take a moment, take a breath, and tune in to World Cafe. Weekdays at 10 p.m. on WTJX FM 93.1. There are many complex issues that arise in our territory. Comes with the territory with Leslie Comision. Join me, Leslie Comision, for a breakdown of political issues facing our territory, one conversation at a time. I'm here to be the voice you can rely on for information that is straightforward and comprehensive. Tune in to be a part of the discussion. It all comes with the territory. Comes with the territory airs Sundays at 1 p.m. and re-airs at 7 p.m. on WTJX-TV Channel 12. We're back here on uh, Analyze This, and we've got uh, Mr. Uh, Peter Chapman, the CEO for the uh, UVRT Park, uh, on the line with us. Good morning once again, sir. Glad to have you on. Um, I got some good news for you, um, Mr. Mister Chapman, and for the people at St. Thomas. And they need to take a, take a bow. Um, back in 2020, um, you mentioned um, a summit. Uh, you mentioned uh, you received the... The ID, IDEC? IEDC, International Economic Development Council. I, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. You yeah, received yeah. the highest award granted by that organization. Correct, correct. And I, I have meant, I've been to a number of conferences. I was actually a member of the IEDC um, uh, from the legislature. And that's, that's an awesome entity because they bring uh, uh, economic development folks from all over the country uh, to talk about what they do. Phoenix, uh, yep. you name it, Little Rock. Indianapolis, it goes on and on. You partnered with um, Rashida Hodge um, yes. back, back in 2020? We did. We did. Uh, with an organizations. At the time, it was yeah. a, 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 you were launching a youth engagement program via STEM Kids, right? Back in, yes. Back in 2020. Correct. Well, she texted me, on, she texted me on, uh, on Saturday. Um, did she really? Yeah, at the, ti- really? at the time, she was with, she was with IBM. But she yeah, is, she's she is, now with Microsoft. She's yeah. now in Microsoft. So here's here, right. here, here here's That's the deal. Right. Here's what she said. Good news Saturday. I am officially an officer of the Microsoft company. And Get out and, of here. and part of executive staff of the CEO as I was promoted to corporate vice president in the company. And only about two hundred across the entire company and less than a dozen people of color. So I want to congratulate Miss Hodge and congratulate her family and the people at St. Thomas and the Virgin Islands at large because one of ours, again, is taking, is is recognized for her talents. And we have a Virgin Islander who is at the the upper layer of an entity, a a, a, a multi-billion dollar conglomerate that is Microsoft. Maybe trillion for all we know. You know what I'm saying? So. Regina is amazing. Rashida. Um, huge. Rashida. Rashida. Yeah. 
Yeah, Rashida. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm yeah. thinking of Regina Flippin. I'm sorry. No, Rashida. Rashida yeah. Hodge is phenomenal. Um, as you know, she spoke at our summit, our first summit, uh, what, back in 2019. She's been a huge supporter of our expansion into, into STEM uh, education. And the only question I have, Neville, is how did you find out before I found out? Well, she, text, her, she texted me about man. her promotion. She texted okay. me, man. I got, I got it like that. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I guess, uh, <laughs> you do. You do. You do. I'm hey, just... Hey. I'm just I'm just chopped liver, as they yeah, yeah. say in New York. <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm just teasing. No, no, no. We, <laughs> we established a, a, a good relationship. I had interviewed her because she was in IBM's top 40 under 40 yeah. um, that year. And I interviewed yeah. her in the latter part of that year. And we struck up a good relationship. And uh, her mom's... You know, listens to the show. So once moms listens to the show, then I got to look out. You know what I'm saying? So uh, I appreciate well, that. You know, and, 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 and we have to extend congrats to her stepdad, Senator uh, Dwayne DeGraff. That's right. That's right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Matter of fact, yeah. we actually had to work on him because he, he was steadfast on not giving up any agricultural land. We had to let him know, yo, we're not giving anything up. You know what I'm saying? We're, said, we're, we're respecting the tech village. Yeah. I said, Senator DeGraff, your, your daughter supports, supports <laughs> it. She supports everything we do. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So, so he, we, was, so, he was tough. So, so, yeah. we, so we work hard yeah. with that. Uh, a couple of things, um, um, because I want to get back uh, to the Tech Village because it comes at a cost, yeah. and, and I want to speak to that. But before that, uh, one of my listeners said, please excuse me, uh, getting up to speed. If you don't mind, I would like to get your your guest contact info I have an outline of a training vocational housing program I would like to discuss. Thanks. So how can folks who are listening to the show today get in contact with Peter Chapman at the RT Park? They, they can contact me uh, via email. My email address is peter.chapman, spelled just the same way Tracy Chapman spells her name, peter.chapman at uv. I R T Park dot net. Okay. Okay. Peter dot Chapman at U V I Peter Peter dot Chapman at U V I R T Park dot net. Correct. U V I R T Park dot net. You got it. Okay, so um uh call a listener Peter dot Chapman at uvirtpark.com and for for general dot uh, net dot net, net. net i apologize dot net and for 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 general uh uh contact uh who would you suggest that they reach out to you know contact um well uh, give us the website uh, give us the website oh yeah uh rtpark dot net uvirtpark dot net okay, uvirtpark dot net park dot net okay not dot com dot net net dot net and there's contact information on the website right uh yes and okay. the website for your listeners the website is under reconstruction so it's a little messy but you'll be able to get the basic the basic contact information okay that's number one number two Earlier when you were mentioning um, the pipe that comes out of yeah. the ocean. In these parts, it comes out of the sea. <laughs> <laughs> My mistake. My bad. Yo, My bad. No, no, I'm just joking because the sea is a part of the ocean. You know what I'm saying? But down here, 
we got to see. We, we got to always say, oh, well, well, I guess in, in St. Thomas, right? Because uh, Donald Duck's Cole, he likes to tease me. He said when he's in his house on the north side, he's looking at the Atlantic Ocean because, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That, that's the northern part. But uh, we're in the sea here. We're fully in the sea here uh, 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 in, in St. Croix. Uh, finally, um, you mentioned the Tech Village. And I know there's some yeah. other initiatives that you're working on. RT Park is working on as well. But it comes at, it comes at a cost. What's the deal with respect to funding, and 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 how yeah. do we how do we go about making this a reality? Because right now it's so, a vision. Uh, so we have uh, we have a few private sector partners uh, who are bringing different what we call financial products or financial tools to to the to the project. Um, construction costs in the last uh, few years uh, have uh, increased by about two hundred fifty percent. So the gap on the project, the funding gap, is pretty. Uh, pretty substantial. We've been working uh, off and on for, for several years uh, with the Housing Finance Authority to tap some of the what's called Community Development Block Grant Disaster Recovery Funds. That is a $1.9 billion pot of money <clears throat> that was granted to the territory um, uh, to help us recover from the 2017 uh, hurricanes. So uh, it's been uh, it's been a long process. Uh, we um, made several adjustments to the project plan uh, at the request of both HFA and the governor and Governor Bryant. Um, and the biggest change that we made there were two big changes that we made. One was increasing the proportion of residential units that are available to low income uh, households, and we also. Uh, separated the first phase into two components to make it easier for HFA to essentially evaluate the affordable housing component. So now it's broken into, you know, a housing component and um, a uh, a commercial component. And so those changes uh, really have increased uh, costs tremendously, added lots of money to the project. So unfortunately, about six weeks ago, and we're still trying to get good information um, uh, as to why, uh, but HFA and the governor withdrew their commitment of federal CDBG support for the project. So that puts uh, in jeopardy um, our new markets tax credits. We had lined up new markets tax credits through an entity called Grow America, formerly National Development Council. And in order to lock in those tax credits, which for our project equate to $3 million in cash, um, um, we we have to close by December 31st. So I don't know if we're going to make that deadline. Uh, This will also delay the start of construction. We have everything ready, right? This is a shovel-ready project, which means that the construction documents are done, the uh, the environmental has been completed. We uh, have even completed the RFP for <clears throat> for general contractors. And I should also point out, Neville, we did this project in house, right? So we've been very efficient. We, you know, we have a lot of real estate development experience. Uh, some of us, so we didn't have to go to the states to get like a Penrose or NRP or one of those companies. We did it in house, and so. As a result, we've been very efficient on what's called the per unit or per apartment cost. So for this project, we're looking at, you know, 600 and something, almost $700,000 per apartment. 
Um, in contrast to what you see on other multifamily deals being done in the territory that are north of a million dollars per per unit or per or per apartment, so uh, so you know what we would say to the Bryant administration and the governor in particular is, hey, you know this is a project that's shovel ready. It is going to produce over 200 jobs in a growth sector for Virgin Islanders, especially people on St. Croix. It's going to add to the stock of affordable and uh, market rate housing, which is desperately needed. And the governor can stand there and claim a huge amount of credit for this. Number one. And number two, because we are going to have the same private sector financing partners on the St. Thomas project, as we uh, as we will have on the St. Croix project, we have to move forward on Tech Village in order to do the Innovation District project on St. Thomas. If we don't do Tech Village on St. Croix, there's no way we're going to be able to do uh, the Innovation District on St. Thomas because our private sector partners will have lost confidence uh, in us. So that's just a quick overview of where we are. Now, um, <clears throat> let me ask this this question. Um, supply chain issues have has impacted costs significantly uh, over the yeah. last two to three years. Um, the teachers college, right? That that's a component of phase one or phase two. That is phase two. The um, and it's the it's the teaching hotel. Teaching hotel. I apologize. Just to be clear. Yeah, yeah the teaching okay. hotel. I'm, I apologize. Yeah. yeah. So the teaching hotel is part of phase of phase two. Uh, and yes, uh, global supply chain, uh, or the global supply chain crunch has increased um, uh, construction costs literally uh, everywhere, everywhere. So this isn't peculiar to our, to our project. If anything, we've been more efficient than other projects because we at the RT Park, we have the technical capability to develop real estate in-house. Um, so, yes, that has been a factor. But I think the other thing, and this is important for the listening audience to know, the other thing that we hope the government considers, that the Bryant administration in particular considers, is that uh, the pot of money that we're looking to tap, <clears throat> it's not going to be around forever, uh, as the HUD secretary has said on several occasions. Um, that money, the CDBGDR, uh, has to be spent uh, in the next two years, or it uh, could very well be taken back by the by the feds. No, we so, don't. Want, oh, we, well, we don't want that. I'm saying. Um, no, we don't. We don't want that. And, right. And, so and, there and, is, and, uh, and in fairness to the current administration, that has been a decades long issue that we've had here in the territory, where monies are not monies for specific right. purposes have not been expended, and they head back to D.C. And we don't want that right. at all. We got delegates. Yeah. We got Delugo, right. um, Frazier. Uh, Christensen. Now we got the delegate Stacy Plaskett. They they work. Their job is to get money for the for the for the territory, just like the other resident yeah. commissioners and and uh, insular possession representatives. And whenever whatever monies we can get, we had on Kyle Fleming here on Friday. He said he said we're going through a window now where the amount of monies that we can apply for via grants and tap into is like never seen before, and we got to take advantage of that. We we do, and and again, I emphasize that. This project, this has been four years in the making. We literally started working on this in November of 2019. We've assembled a team of nationally recognized uh, financial partners, both on the lending side, new markets tax credit side, 
and also on the equity participation side. Um, we um, <clears throat> we have uh, done extensive community engagement. We have solid market studies. I mean, we've left no task unturned. No, right? no, no. I know no market task credit. No market task credit has to do with with banks. Um, have we tapped uh, are, are local banks a part of that pro, uh, program or just mainland banks only? Because um, have, we could reach out to local banks here. We got these banks that are yeah. based in uh, Puerto Rico, and then we got well, uh, we got Bank of Saint Croix, which is a, a division of United Fidelity based in Indiana. Have we reached out to those companies or what? Those those entities, well, those institutions. We we have we've reached out to one of them um i've had conversations not about new markets tax credits i've had conversations about uh other uh financing products uh with uh, first bank you know we do business with first bank i've not spoken to the other big bank that serves the region we're not opposed to but the opportunity just hasn't presented itself but the entities that we are looking at to purchase our new markets tax credits are not uh, banks that typically operate here. So let me be clear about one thing. This will be, uh, according to uh, Congresswoman Plaskett, who's been a great partner of the RT Parks, this will be the first new markets tax credit project to be financed in the Virgin Islands. And it will also give us an opportunity um, because we'll be selling the credits to uh, one or two banks from the mainland it gives us the opportunity to open up banking relationships with institutions. I don't want to name them. No, 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 um, no, 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 not open up. That, that are not currently operating uh, here. So reopen. So these are re, well, reopen, reopen right. because, right. because reopen. we had mainland banks. That's one, one of my big right. peeves here on this program is the lack of mainland banks in the territory. We used to have them here. Quickly, by the right. way, I just want to uh, give you a note. One of my listeners, um, Mr. Sean Krieger from the um, – Historic Preservation Society was a guest on, and we were we were talking one day about the project for St. Thomas, the innovation project. So he's, yeah. a, he's aware of that. He said, good morning, Neville. Yeah. Great discussion on the UVIRT Park. I can confirm that Mr. Tim Reed is very happy to be involved in St. Croix. I follow him on Instagram, and every opportunity he gets, he promotes the Big Island. So. Yeah. So yeah. we're so so uh, we're not just talking. We, we we got it validated by folks via a social media relationship. So uh, yeah. we're good with that. No, um, it's all all good stuff. And yeah. we are by the way, we are we've started the conversation as you may know with a group of senators about um, how they might be able to help us uh, close our gap on Tech Village so that we don't lose this opportunity to create good jobs for Virgin Islanders, promote investment. And also um, gonna, demonstrate to the feds yeah. that we can do big things with this one-time money that we have. This is an unprecedented opportunity for the first night. Thank you very much, Peter Chapman, for joining us. Be good Thank and you. be safe. Thanks you got for it. having me. That's Talk good. To you soon. We'll take a break All and right. be back right after this. Thank you, sir. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Opportunities at Bank of St. Croix. Bank of St. Croix offers CDs for education, homes, or vacations. Bank of St. Croix has two locations, one in Gallus Bay at 340-773-8500 and one in Peter's Rest at 340-713-8500. A penalty might be imposed for early withdrawal, new money only. Funds may not be transferred from existing Bank of St. Croix accounts to CDs. Rates subject to change at any time. Fees may reduce earnings and principal. www.bankofstcroix.com. Member FDIC. 
So I spent the past year trying to figure out what news design for 21st century humans might look like. One of the things that really stuck with me was that we now know that humans actually need hope to get up in the morning. And I don't think as a journalist, I ever thought about it that way. We're always looking for new and better ways to understand the world we live in. That's On Point with me, Meghna Chakrabarty. Weekdays at 1 p.m. on WTJX FM 93.1, your NPR station in the Virgin Islands. As the news gets more complex and changes through the day, you need more than just a quick headline check. Here and Now keeps you connected to your world between Morning Edition and All Things Considered as the news and the people shaping it are changing in real time. I'm Robin Young. Follow along on Here and Now, NPR News weekday afternoons. From 2 to 4 on WTJX FM, your NPR station in the Virgin Islands. These days, people go to great lengths to shed the stress of daily life. There's acupuncture, deep tissue massage, meditation, yoga. At All Things Considered, we offer our own type of healing, invigorating news stories that span the rainbow of human experience. Nourish your mind and escape from the ordinary. Weekdays on All Things Considered from NPR News. From 5 to 8 p.m. right here on WTJX FM 93.1. And we're back here and analyze this third set of tickets, right, for today, right, for the Taste of Two Islands. The clock starts now. The 12th caller, right, to 718-0761 wins a pair of tickets to join us uh, next week, Thursday. That'll be the 14th of December at the Marquis Marine Center over there until he's so car start calling now, okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and we got to get this one done within the next 10, 15 minutes because when the show done, you know what I mean? That one gone, right? And look, the, the last caller might be the one to get a one. If it reaches the 12, you know what I mean? We have to, we might have to modify it. So 718-071-0761. Dial that number now. Check what I'm saying. And then you go get a pair of tickets and join me. And I believe Terry T. Me and Terry T. going to be hanging out. Man and Terry T. <laughs> and Leslie Covision and, uh, and all the good people. We're going to be hanging out next week. And, of course, the staff, you know, the people who make me look good, make me sound good, I should say. You know what I'm saying? Here uh, on, on uh, WTJX FM 93.1. Uh, some programming notes for uh, WTJX for tonight, Tuesday, December 5th, the PBS News Hour at 7. Ida B. Wells at 8. Explore the life and work of Ida B. Wells. American Experience at 9. Right, discover, and this is actually a two-hour edition. Discover the story of the Supreme Court's first female justice, which I believe is is Justice Sandra Day O'Connor, who recently passed away at the age of ninety-three. I think that's what I read. Right, and then Frontline at eleven. Uh, follow real-time accounts of the response, missteps, and trauma in the Uvalde school shooting. Okay. Uh, that's at 11. Of course, I'm important company at 12. Normally at 11, but because time turned back. Right? I like to say that phrase. I know I, I know that because I don't hear me say so every day. Right? Time turned back until sometime in March. Uh, you know, uh, I'm important company is a midnight deal. So, PBS News Hour at 7. Ida B. Wells at 8. American Experience at 10 to 12. Yeah, I turn on the volume from my phone uh, for my notifications. 
at 10 to, uh, 9 to 11, and then Frontline at 11, I'm important company uh, at 12. That was a great conversation uh, that I had uh, with Peter Chapman. And, of course, I always let the public know, right? Public disclosure, right? Your boy, you know, he does mercenary work for the RT Park. So, you know, I don't, wanna, I don't bring them on every week and every month. I make sure I space it out and let other entities come on and all that stuff as well. Uh, um, Mr. Craiga, thank you very much for the text message. I will convey the message to Mr. Chapman about the Innovation District uh, project uh, for downtown uh, <coughs> Charlotte Mali. That's, a, that's a, ja- a project where they're looking to renovate five buildings over there. Right, and one of them, I think, right now, actually might be in a purchasing phase. People trying to to buy it, you know what I mean. But um, G. Antonio Jarvis School, Franklin Building, um, the Boy Scout Building, and uh, there's another building there as well. I know the Hamburg Building. That's the building I believe that they're looking to purchase, and then there's another one uh, as well. Uh, it'll come to me. You know what I'm saying? Got the police building there by um, by Roosevelt Park, the, the old police building. So looking to do. Um, and that's what the RT Park does, you know. They into some project development and redevelopment. So that's the type of thing we uh, we, we're into here and, and analyze this anyway. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, development, redevelopment, literacy. You know what I mean? Clean environment. Saint John, developing Saint John. You know what I'm saying? Even though you know your boy is a, a proud crucian, I like to look out for Saint John. You know what I mean? So, morning, Andy Rutnick. How's everything over there uh, and seeing John? Now, um, um, one of my people them just texted me and said, didn't know Peter was going on the show this morning. So I'm telling them, went well. That's all I got to say, went well. <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, <clears throat> um, there was a hearing um, a couple Mondays ago. It was either two Mondays ago or three Mondays ago. And the Housing Finance Authority and, and my, my good friend, um, Eugene Williams, was, I believe it was before Senator Pata's committee uh, about uh, the, the recovery and all that stuff, right? And, you know, in fairness to the administration, they had a company that came here and really shafted the territory, claiming that they, they could do this and they could do that. And then when you read the article on the source, and I'm still trying to uh, pull, up the, pull up the article, you know, Senate hearing, uh, let me see if I could pull it up here on, on the, the source, um, because it was an update hearing, you know. And we, okay, here we go. Okay, no, that, no that's, that's, the, that's the press release. Uh, from the senator's office, and uh, he said they receive updates on status of the rebuild and all that stuff. But I really wanted the source article, right? Because um, I think the name of the company was Armand, <clears throat> and you know these companies they they come here and they promise, you know, to do this and do that and all that stuff. And when we when when we look at at what the Housing Finance Authority said that I believe it was the Envision program, right? Where they were supposed to, they were supposed to uh, rebuild some 400 homes in the territory. And it, it pained me uh, to, to read um, that uh, 
the the number right now, four or five years uh, into the rebuild, was at less than 10%. I believe the number was 29. And, um, you know, these companies come here. Okay, here we go. Senators told recovery from hurricanes still a work in progress. And I've been, I've been meaning to mention this. You know, okay, here we go. Senator Novel Francis also expressed dismay during the Committee on Disaster Recovery Infrastructure and Planning hearing over a program where more than 400 homes have been identified as qualified for recovery from the 2017 hurricanes. But at this point, only 29 have been rebuilt. Now, I know I like my map, right? Whenever you say 400, right, that means 1% is 4 and 10% is 40. And we're at 29. Right? So if you keep multiplying by 4, right? 4 goes into 29 seven times. So we're at just over 7% of the homes that were supposed to be rebuilt. And you got these companies that come here. Now, I know that we had the pandemic. You know, the deal may have been, you know, cut and all that stuff. Right? And then the pandemic came and slowed things down. And then you had, you know, the, the, the situation in, in the Ukraine. And now you got this conflict in the Middle East and, you know, supplies and all that stuff. But they come down here and perpetrate a fraud on the people claiming that they have the capacity to do this and to do that. And then they don't deliver. And who loses? People of the Virgin Islands. And then money go back to the mainland. And we don't need that. Another problem we have is uh, we have a lot of local companies that are, are intimidated by the administrative process of submitting proposals and all that stuff. That's why, you know, Judge Willax told me, you know, remember I, I keep mentioning how we wanted to set aside a million dollars for nonprofits and we were accused of creating a slush fund like as if they didn't know that the legislature is the appropriating arm, right? But you had one entity do that, and then, you know, they all attacked us. You know, even friends fell for that garbage about slush fund. Like as if the legislature don't appropriate monies, right? We're looking out for nonprofits. And now here we are, three, four, five years later, seven years later, eight years later. Okay, this was late 2015, claiming we got to do more for nonprofits. But when your senators were doing something for them, you are beating up on them. But I digress. We focus on the rebuilding of these homes. <clears throat> right? And Mr. Chapman mentioned something that, that has to be concerning. Right? It's not going to be here forever. And we're at less than 10%, man. Me and the governor had a good rap. I went to check the governor August 1st. Monday, August 1st, 2022. Yeah, he said, don't you go to my house? And he said, Neville, man, I want that. I want that to hurt me. Then in October... I go get the governor credit. The governor said, the governor admitted two, three weeks before election day. Of course, the early voting had done start, right? Couldn't move on his part. <laughs> but he admitted, you know, um, we haven't gotten the job done for whatever reason. Contractors, what have you. But one of the reasons why we didn't get a job done is because these predators come from where they come from, claiming to have all the answers. Sell us a hill of beans. Our local contractors don't want to syndicate 
and come together and form consortiums. And then we lose out, the people lose out. And, and I'm, yeah, I have my soapbox. And I go, um, uh, yeah, 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 somebody else kind of said that, right? The problem is with, with ex- execution for contractors. That's a problem. It's multiple problems. Is a part of it, but that's a big problem, yes, and all that stuff. By the way, what number we, we, we got winner yet, or we still working to number 12? Uh, we got winner yet for the, for the last pair of tickets? <laughs> next caller win. <laughs> so, yeah, you know, you know what I mean? Next caller win. That's what we got, right? So, uh, yeah, and 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 I got I got to go there because we don't want to lose, man. And I could only, you know. I, I go. I go make admission, right? Like my mom's living in Saint Farm, and where we are renting in two thousand three and seven, when we had Hurricane Gina, so we had concrete roofs. I've never experienced that trauma of people losing their roof, and then our our situation was compounded in twenty seventeen because those who lost their roofs, uh, roofs, uh, roofs, whatever it is, roofs, roofs, right? In twenty seventeen, with Irma, rain came down. Literally, like every day, and then Maria in hurricane style. You know what I'm saying? And it's painful to fly over parts of St. Croix and seeing the tarpaulins, man, the blue roofs. You know what I'm saying? So, if it's one thing I gonna ask, you know, what we could do, right? And, uh, you know, I, I, I do private sector work as well, right? You know what I mean? I, we, we, we got to get this number. You know, okay, if the denominator is 400, then we got to get the numerator up in that area there, man. Because right now the numerator ain't even at 10%. Barely over 7%. As of a month ago. And we got to fix that number there, man. And these companies that come in here claiming that they could do this and they could do that, you really need to vet them, man, and, and apply the whip early to find out if they really in the business of helping us as a territory or they just want to lay in the pockets. You know what I'm saying? So we got a, um, we got a winner. Ha! <laughs> Joe, Joey Holland. Joe Hollins from St. Croix. It's St. Croix, right? That's why I know you from. Congratulations, Joe Hollins. Uh, Joey, you know we're going to name in St. Thomas. That you know. He's also a St. Dunstan's, by the way. You know what I'm saying? So, so Joe Holland, thank you very much. We put on St. Croix, the first from St. Croix. Yeah, so the first five are from St. Thomas and Joe Hollins uh, from St. Croix. So thank you very much. So we, we knock out three. We're, we're half the way. We're getting away 12 pairs of tickets for a taste of two islands, right? So tomorrow, Thursday, and Friday, two sets each, right? And that's going to, um, you know, satisfy our complimentary tickets to a taste of two islands and let me pull out the ad here right make sure i said this right right this delectable event on thursday december 14th at the mark c marion center in st thomas hosted by wtj xfm 90.1 and if you see somebody there with a fedora you know what i'm saying and uh you rock you rock your braids you know what i'm saying they cannot like no yo when i first put in the braids right I came home, I went over to St. Thomas. <coughs> and Sandra and Marissa hooked me up, right? So I came back, I said, Mommy, I went and I get a rebraze on us. She said, when are you going to cut them? This is December 
2021, right? He said, when are you going to cut them? I said, cut? So, about a, either two or three weeks ago, she said, man, them thing going longer. I said, well, I got breathing. No, thanks to you. She said, well, it, it look good. Don't cut them. <laughs> right? So, so I, I don't tease her now. I said, say, when I first put you in your heart with me. Uh, but no, uh, you ain't got with me. So so that's a good thing. Uh, yeah. I, you know, I had to go on my soapbox. You know what I mean? I want this thing to work. Right? And um, Mr. Chapman mentioned um, a portion of recovery money. Um, Miss Miss Williams Octolin mentioned when she first came on that um, about thirty percent of the recovery monies are energy designated for energy, which is about uh, two point three, two point four bill of the original eight. That number now has apparently jumped up to anywhere from thirteen to fifteen mil, thirteen to fifteen billion. So we saw that work, but we just want to you know I mean, do what we could do to make sure that um, we. Um, you know, max that out, you know, harden our infrastructure, get the territory back uh, to where uh, uh, we, could, we can get it. And uh, yeah, Terry T, a fedora. Yeah, I got brung and a black. I tried to figure out what color jeans I going to wear that day. That I got into the color jeans, you know. Um, yes, looking forward to seeing you too. Uh, that's what color the fedora going to be. You know what I mean? So jeans and a fedora is, is how we rocking. Uh, for the latter part of our existence, you know what I mean? So, uh, great show today, man. You know, and we're going um, to make this work. Um, and also, uh, you know, like I said, I'm going to look out for seeing John. Even while the island going to start getting some love, you know, because there was a hotel project that was slated for Water Island, went through a bidding process and all that that we, I think, means well for us because the folks who were wanting to stay in Water Island, they wanted to put a helipad over there so that they could fly them over to St. Croix to play a carambola. So yeah, people had vision for us. We just need some vision for ourselves. Be good and be safe. Great show today. Thank you very much. Talk to you tomorrow. God willing. Bye-bye. The views and opinions expressed on Analyze This are entirely those of the on-air participants and do not reflect those of the station's board, management. WTJX's Taste of Two Islands is back. Join us at Antilles Mark C. Marin Center on December 14th for the long-awaited return of the taste, a culinary feast for the season. Hosted by me, George Culturman Silcat. Tickets are on sale now through Thursday, December 14th. Tickets are available at Chelsea's Drugstore in Red Hook, Barefoot Buddha across from Haven Sight Mall, and Bonita's Cantina in Niski Shopping Center. Tickets can also be purchased online at wtjx.org forward slash taste or call 340-774-6255. Shuttle service will be available from Haven Sight Parking Lot to the MCM Center. Don't miss this opportunity to experience the magic of local cuisine as you dance to the rhythms of Spectrum Band. Sponsors for this event are VI Lottery, West Indies Company, Cardo Wine and First Bank, Bellows International, the VI Office of Highway Safety, the VI Housing Finance Authority, and the VI Public Finance Authority. It's the return of the taste, Thursday, December 14th at 6 p.m. A taste you can never forget.